everyone, and welcome again to E Equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives seeking refuge from procrastination and mediocrity. I'm your host, Kimberly Gray, and excited to deliver our first official segment. I want to first of all thank those who took the time so far to listen to the intro segment. I've gotten lots of responses and feedback and thank each and every one of you to um, taking the time to just listen and let me know what you think so far of the dialogue. And just again, thank you so much for your support. And also, I want to announce that next week we will have an official social media page where you can interact with us, offer segment suggestions, and perhaps even partner with another creative if that's something that you would like to do. So let's get into it with our quote of the week, which comes from no other than Albert Einstein, who says, never give up on what you really want to do. The person with big dreams is more powerful than one with all the facts. Now, when I first heard this quote, I was a little bit like, okay, well, facts are important. You know, it's definitely a good idea when you are going into something to make sure that you do your research, that you're not just going in there with, you know, one thought or your own notion of what something is all about and really maybe even find out information on, you know, other people's views and everything else. But then I had to really look at the whole quote and it says it's not that facts aren't important, but what's more important and what's more powerful are dreams. And when I thought about that, I'm like, well, what's the difference about dreams and facts? And facts are inbound. Dreams are outbound. So as a creative, the thing that you produce is always going to be more catered to moving in the direction of giving rather than receiving. And that's generally why I really like the quote, because often I feel that we need to be too prepared in order to move forward with a dream. And as much as collecting is important, it isn't as important as simply distributing thoughts. Um, There are so many people out there with all this information on how to get things done. And rather than take the information and jump into a project and taking life-changing risks, they say, "Hmm, no, I'm not ready. I need more information. I just really need this to be perfect. And really, all that they're left with, and I've even found myself in this situation several times, they're just merely left with a lot of collected information that's serving no one but themselves in that very moment. Now, the dreamer is different in that they collaborate information with imagination. And I think that um, combination right there is so dynamic. That mix is more likely to spawn change and action and the ability to reach others and allow others to see gifts and abilities that can change so many situations. So this quote obviously applies to creative procrastinators in such a big way. Because often we use collecting information as a guise to protect our baby because that's kind of how we view our our dream sometimes. It's like, this is my baby. This is something that I conceptualize and I want to protect it and keep it away from criticisms and judgments and say, no, it's not ready yet because it's not perfect. And I don't want anyone to see this and say, oh, she's not that great or he's not that great. When in fact, really, you, you need that critique and you need that judgment in order to grow. So um, I just really love this. I, and I pose this question. If, <laughs> are you focused more on perfection and information 
Or are you willing to jump into your dreams and share them with the world and really analyze that and see where you are currently in your um, line of creativity and, and maybe make some adjustments and see where that takes you. So moving into our topic of the day, I want to talk a bit about obstacles that optimize the procrastinator spirit versus the creative spirit. This is something that I am very passionate about because it has led to so much, such a stagnant place with me, for me. Um, in my journey of being able to create content. And I, we often think about our ideas and we often think about, you know, our work, but we don't really think about our spirit while we are creating and realizing that our spirit can change everything that we do. So as a creator, the way we feel in any given moment affects what we produce tremendously. So if I'm having a bad day, if I'm coming down on myself too hard, if I'm dealing with situations that bring down my confidence, the last thing that I'm able to do is display the space and room to create simply because all the negative energy stifles the creator. It's like, and let me kind of just draw an illustration in your mind, which I often will do. And you guys got to excuse me sometimes if these, if, these, if these visuals are a little bit awkward, but it's just the way I am. It's like trying to construct a train set. I was actually just helping my son construct a train set for our Christmas tree. And I think that's why I thought about it. But it's like trying to construct a train set in a room filled with tons of boxes. You have no, like you have to spend so much time clearing these boxes away to make space to construct the train set that you simply cannot maneuver and move in a way that allows your creative your creativity to flow and flourish and that's what the procrastinator spirit does is it deflects from the the thing at hand that you're having to do and instead you focus on all the obstacles and it makes you think of why didn't I choose a better time to do this or maybe I wasn't supposed to do this and maybe I'm just supposed to be focusing on all these other things that I need to fix in my life or all these other obstacles that are here and then that amazing thing that's waiting to be created just sits there in a room full of mess So that's the reason why I wanted to kind of talk about this because that definitely is not the case. This is something that you're going to have to deal with simultaneously. The boxes are there. The creativity is there too. And it's all about learning and understanding how to create when that mess is present. So the other day I was chatting with a good friend of mine who is also in the season of changing career paths and becoming more aligned with owning her own business. And we were talking about times where we usually feel stifled and confused when it comes to being productive because we have so many other roles. We're both moms, we're both wives, you know, and we have to balance life and the effects of those circumstances find their way into all the other things that we have going on. And in a sense, our spirits feel broken 
because we start doubting ourselves, we start questioning our abilities, and we both came to the the realization that it's not about what we're doing, but about how and when we choose to go about doing each thing. So the creative spirit is one that is optimistic. It's selfless, it's eager, it's brave. It's this locomotive just wanting to churn and go as fast as possible and see everything around it that's that's out there. And adding procrastination to the equation weighs all those amazing opportunities and attributes with doubt it, it weighs it down with fear and failure. And then you're like, do I hit the brake? Do I miss out on the scenery? So if you encompass both traits, the key here is really finding ways that you can create a clutter-free, balanced aura that helps your creative spirit to stay on top. And I say this because let's just be realistic. We all don't have that clear room. We all don't. I mean, Life happens and we all get to a space where we have to deal with life. So just finding a way and finding a method and equation to get those to make your room feel a little bit clearer is going to help you tremendously. So lately what I've been doing is feeding behaviors that feed my creative spirit. Um, The following are just five things that I wrote down that I practice or try to practice on a consistent basis to keep my spirit and emotions prepared to accept creativity. So the first one is super, super powerful. And it's so powerful because of the day and the society that we live in. Um, The first one is to phone another creative. Notice I didn't say text another creative. I didn't say message another creative. Pick up the phone And use your cell phone for what it was initially made for and talk to another person on the phone. Now, some of you might say, well, we can plan a lunch date or maybe we can meet over brunch. But truth is, we don't always have the time to do that. How many times have you had to cancel, you know, an engagement because life is happening? But if you have 15 minutes in your home and another person is probably free in that moment, what hurt does it cause to just pick up the phone and voice to voice share with another person who has similar goals, aspirations as you and talk about it. Now, notice I say phone another creative because yeah, you might have friends and you might have family that support you and love you, but there's something about collaborating with a creative that allows you to see past frustration because they understand what you're going through. And it's not to discount other people's help and support because that's also an important thing to constantly have in your life. But this is just one thing that you could do that can just maximize that aura and that um, that attitude that you embrace into your atmosphere because it's so easy to become doubtful. It's so easy to just kind of feel like things aren't really going the way that you want them to. And another person's perspective that has and and endured what you're enduring is going to work in your favor in such an amazing way. 
The second um, tip that I have is to listen to other podcasters and YouTubers that feed your soul. Um, There's so many different people out there who are sharing, you know, their journey, they're sharing things. There's something about finding a person that you can relate to and that you can just really say, wow, like this is awesome. And why I say podcasters and YouTubers, this is different from your creative friend that you're calling is because these are individuals who are actually in the moment practicing their craft. And I feel like when you're around that as a creative, when you allow yourself to be in the presence of another person's creativity, it does something to you that makes you just say, you know what, I am motivated. I am, this person has encouraged me. I'm inspired. And for me, I just feel 10 times more able to get up and say, all right, what am I going to do today that's going to drive me to just re to be able to jump out out of this slump and get something done today, which leads me into the third tip, which is to journal and write something every single day. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's a, a, a letter to yourself, if it is a um, idea, an outline, a draft of something that maybe you thought about um, throughout the day, just pick up a traditional pen and paper or laptop. You can open your Word documents or whatever you use to jot down notes um, and write. Stay constant in the practice of doing. And and I apologize if maybe your version of creation isn't writing. It could be something different. Whatever it is that is the basis of your creativity, do that thing every single day. You don't have to spend the whole day doing it. It could literally be something that you do And I mean, that you do in five minutes, two minutes, even that you put yourself in constant practice to do every single day, because I often feel like those small little things could be the key to your aha moment to that one thing that you find to say, this is where I really want to focus and concentrate my gifts. So just journal and write every single day. The fourth tip is to create a five task to-do list. Now, often when we write down our to-do list, we write down things that we need to do. So we kind of categorize them in one, I have to go grocery shopping. Two, I have to write a book report. Three, I have to clean out my closet. Now, going to the, or let's use cleaning out the closet. Cleaning out the closet may have several separate tasks that you have to do. You may have to separate your clothes to donate. You may have to, you know, put everything in boxes so that you could pack away your winter clothes from your spring, from your summer clothes. That right there is already two tasks within one task. And I hope I'm, I'm making this clear. Make your list your to-do list as simple and as specific as possible. All five of your to-dos for the day may have to do with one task that you want to accomplish. But when you do this, you're more likely to minimize each separate task so that that load doesn't seem as big. And why I felt this is important is because when you create a to-do list and you are able to execute it, it puts you in the habit of being a finisher. And that is the biggest thing that you could do for a procrastinating spirit to combat that. 
because the more you finish things, the more you believe that your abilities to finish things are realistic and attainable. And then five and last but not least is to practice self-care. Get out and attend and do something that just really recharges your batteries as a human being. Um, I use the illustration of having that room where you're creating that train and sometimes it may even have to take for you to just dust your hands off and be like, I'm leaving for a couple hours. I'm going to go refresh myself, you know, put myself in a place that just generates great energy and then I'm going to come back to this and I'm going to deal with it with a different attitude and a different outlook. So always practice self-care, always do things that make you feel good and make you feel happy and positive because when you're doing things for yourself that make you feel better about yourself people are going to be feel people are going to feel better about being around you and that in itself is so powerful so these are just five of the things that keep me motivated and my spirits light honestly i do still have my moments <laughs> obviously but by practicing one or all of these tips on my given week, I find myself growing more and more into a stronger, positive, confident, and creative person. The key here is really to accept and acknowledge your growth, no matter how small it is, as long as your improvement is present. So when you do that, the amazing thing is that no one or no situation can miscalculate that for you. What you see yourself doing is more powerful than what others might see you doing. So I'm going to end the segment here. I want to thank you again for tuning into yet another episode. Um, although it is the first episode, I just am really excited about what um, we're doing here as a community. And hopefully you will tune into many more. Remember to subscribe to this channel. We are now featured on multiple platforms, um, Apple, Google Podcasts. I will um, include a list of those different podcasts below so that if you know someone who uses a certain um, podcast channel, they can go ahead and listen. But thank you again for tuning in. And please remember, effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired. Apply the equation and manifest nothing short but amazing.